Hey, everyone. <laughs> yes, everyone. My name is Lindsay Piper Loomis. You know me. This is Mary Flynn O'Neill, a very dear friend. I consider her family. Welcome. So glad oh, you're here. You. Oh, I'm so glad to be with you. I can't wait to be with all you guys this weekend. I really can. I'm so excited. Me so excited. Too. Uh, so we are actually, we came on today to talk about what we're doing um, this weekend in Michigan, what we did in Florida, we're doing in Michigan this weekend. So exciting. Yeah. So, um, Mary, I know we've talked about this before. Little Flower Advisory Board is the, we call it the A team. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the Little Flower yeah. Advisory Board is for the Project Defend or Project yeah. Protect yeah. and Defend Our Children Project Through Project. America's Future. And yeah. our team is just incredible. We have a great team of people, but we are, we're coming into the state, each state. We want, General Flynn wants us to hit all 50 states. I know. <laughs> um, right. I know. He said it again last night. We were at an event together and he said it again last night. I love his heart. But you know what? Anything is possible with God. Oh, um, yeah. Absolutely possible. Oh, yeah. Um. So anyways, so I'm, I'm bringing this over. But anyway, so what we're doing, y'all, is we're going into each state and we're bringing training to you at, you know, we have these things cost money, but for like $25, $35 entry, yeah. right? Yes. It's, it's very, we're, we're making it, it so it's affordable for regular people to just, that's what we want. We want grassroots. We want people to not spend a lot of money to learn this stuff, to learn how to protect and defend their children in their neighborhoods. That's what we want. So we're making it as inexpensive as we possibly can. That's why I, you know, work so hard to try to get good sponsors in everybody's states to get commitments from them in the states because we need a commitment from the people. We really do. You need to commit to this. This is something that we all, every state, every person in every state needs to commit to, to protect and defend children. And by the way, Michigan, you know, has a big fat F overall grade you know, in 2023, Shared Hope gave it a big fat F report card. So yeah. <laughs> Michigan doesn't understand how really serious the problem is, exists in their state. And they've got to face it. They've got to face this. Yeah. And the reason I, I just want to say something to everybody, and I, I know you and I have talked about this before, but the reason why we talk about the grassroots being such an important piece in this and in your local your local community is because unfortunately we handle we handed over education and government to people that don't deserve it you know the government was originally intended to be in our in our hands government of the people for the people and by the people and so what's happened is people have kind of walked away and said I'll let the government educate my children. And now they're reviewing porn in school libraries or I'll let them do this. And so what we have now is this massive problem. But the other thing is, and I'm not going to call out any organizations. I'm just speaking in general. Okay. Right. But, but what we see, we see these organizations or people that only want to train law enforcement, only want to train these individuals and saying that it's up to them but that the problem is is that it's not up to the police i know when we called the ambulance this week it took them a, a little bit of time to get there and so um i had to use my my history as a first responder in in you know reacting to the situation um but 
you know, we want people to be involved because you might be able to um, catch a situation with your next door neighbor trafficking kids. But if you waited on the police or someone to do it and you weren't trained to know what to look for, how to do it on your own and then working with them, you see what I'm saying? So I don't like those narratives that only we only train these individuals and the people shouldn't be doing it. That's right. That's right, Linz. I mean, there was a, you know, there was an example here in Florida where a father was at a gas station and he had his kids in the car and he was really upset at them because he found some kind of zip ties and tags on his car constantly. They were there all the time. He, he just started seeing them, took them off, threw them away, didn't care. You know, then all of a sudden it like dawned on him. He was like, irritated that he had to pull them off all the time. Literally, he told me this and, and he said, he said, I turned to my kids in the car and I said, who's putting these on my car? Like really upset at the kids. And they went, I, uh, not us, dad, not us, you know? <clears throat> and what he did was he made it, he thought about it. He was alarmed enough to call somebody in his community that he knew may be able to give him some information about what this was. And it was, and it, what it did was it led up the chain and he discovered an organization that was, you know, knew about, you know, child trafficking and so forth. And they discovered that they were tagging cars. This is a criminal kind of a, of a method to, to tag a car that maybe is being watched. Children may be, they, they, they tag them to be vulnerable kind of families. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of single moms get tagged out. Mm -hmm. You know, they get, they get, they get looked at all the time. I mean, you, you walk into these Walmarts now and, and people are, are petrified. Uh, There's been so many grabbing of children and, and just, walking around Walmart, people following you. Like there's things that people need to understand that they can look for. And then they can go right to that store security and demand that somebody be grabbed, that this man's following my children. You know, I mean, there's there's so many things that we need to learn about. 101, basic 101 stuff, you know, Lens. You know, what's interesting about you bringing this up, because this was circulating on social media across Facebook, all these different platforms. Mm-hmm. What's interesting is that there was a, um, a an anti-human trafficking organization that said that that was a myth oh. and that it wasn't true. I saw it on LinkedIn and I, I, I was going to say anything and I thought it's pointless to get into these disagreements with people. I know. Because this person was, you know, puffed up in pride. So, you know, I'm just not going to stress over it. But um, it is important for people to understand these are real things. Like I tell my my girls, like anyone hurts you, I'm going to, you know. Yeah, I do the same thing with my kids. I know, I know. And I said, and now even more so, it's pretty poignant. You touch my children, you do anything. Oh, yeah. You're you're done for. And that's what we um, need. That's what we need. You know, we need parents to be that way, really. I mean. So, you know, this summit's really important. Um, So if, you know, we're going to Illinois in January, but this summit in Michigan is really important because we're not just talking about like, you know, this into the light. We have, I'm I'm teaching a a seminar for survivors and other people who want to learn how to, you know, 
kind of how we process and how we go through things, why we get triggered, why you can't just say, are you being trafficked? And, you know, things like that, which we, I learned about that from the training we received, um, you know, not to ask somebody if they're being trafficked, but so I'm not training in that, but just things that could set people off or scare them away. Um, That's right. Mostly tailored to survivors of how to overcome Right. And understanding that even when we overcome, we're still processing through stuff. Right. right. But um, we have, I know Liz Crokin's doing something. Yeah. Yeah. So we have uh, uh, a various, various kind of, uh, you know, training program that starts at nine. Um, you know, demand reduction, practical ways to get involved uh, to stop trafficking. Um we have first responders, which is fascinating because even real estate people can be re- first responders. It's not just fire departments, but there's first responders all over your communities. Um, teachers, <laughs> all kinds of people can go into this medical uh, emergency room. You know, all first responders, I, I believe, is so many people um, and uh, learning those kinds of things. Um, can help can help your whole community uh, in hospitality. We call it an, in human trafficking hospitality uh, industry, and of course, Lindsay's Overcomer. Uh, then we have artificial intelligence, and we're bringing the movie into the light. And we also have a special kind of. We've got Boone Cutler, we have uh, Brian Gamble, and we have Mike Smith. And uh, sorry, before that, we're going to have uh, Liz Krogan. And a conversation with Liz Krogan. And we're going to have kind of like a current affairs. She's been doing so many breaking stories and her vindication on Pizzagate and all this kind of information. And she has so many other investigations going on that I that I thought that it would be we're ready now. Uh, When we began with Michigan, all these stories hadn't broke yet. But now that there's such a you know, curiosity from people to know more about the work she's done and what has, what is occurring. Cause there, you know, the exposure that's happening. I mean, the exposure is yeah. not going to stop. It. It's continuing and it's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. It's going to roll and roll and roll. Cause that's what God wants. It. He wants, he wants to help us that way. He's helping us that way. I believe that he is really has a hand in that with Liz. So Liz Liz is so important to the work she does and, and it's constant and, you know, learning symbols, learning the kind of, you know, ideology, I guess, language or whatever it is, these people, this culture, this, this, these evil people have uh, going on in their lives is sad, but it's a part of things and we need to learn about it. We need to know it's real. And by the way, I'm going to say something about Michigan. The other thing about Michigan is, and we do not talk about this, is that border up north. Mm-hmm. That border is a border that is very easy to come in and out of. Okay. Yeah. Um, and we don't talk about what nefarious uh, activity happens in that border. And you can basically have the Southern people, the Southern people coming in from that border and they will go right through up into Canada and get away with a lot more than they're going to get away with here, even though they are getting away with a lot. But Canada is a free for all up there. As far as I'm concerned, that place is an absolute that's nuts up there. My Canadian friends, you know, the, the couple that was with us, uh, Lynn's in the ARC training, I, I Christine and her husband, they were they were going into strip uh, strip joints 
and trying to rescue those those two Pollocks. I think their last name is Pollock. They're very nice people. She stays in touch with me. It's it's crazy in in Canada and mm-hmm. and the activity. You know, it's 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 insane. I know. Um, I was talking with some some uh, people that when I was at that human trafficking summit from um, uh, you know, in the fall when I broke my foot. Um, yeah, I was talking with some people from Canada and just some people that are involved in different operative places or operative ways. And it's interesting to hear that it's, I mean, for me, I know it's, it's a different beast in and of itself than the Southern border, but it's just as bad, if not worse on some days. Right. And I, I feel like almost in a way, just, you know, you always hear about the Southern border and why aren't we hearing more about the Northern border? Because there's, there's more going on there than what people are, are really hearing about. Yeah, and it's way advanced too. I mean, it's way advanced, like, you know, criminal element, element uh, organizations up there. Yeah. Well, I know that um, the reason, you know, when I was talking with people in the hospitality industry here, in South Carolina, they're so excited for the summit to come here eventually. Oh, I know. I have I already have a contact and, and we're going to talk about that this weekend yeah. when we're together. But um, it's interesting because I've been, you know, retaliation against me with the GOP <laughs> and the establishment. But yeah. what's interesting is the, the people, the grassroots are talking to me and they're saying, look, you know, this is what happened. And I called the police and they went and talked to the traffickers and say, are you trafficking these these kids? And then they just up and disappear. And one is the law enforcement. They're not trained properly. But two, right. it's the bureaucracy because... For example, I don't know if you saw what I posted, but our attorney general, Alan Wilson, let um, this man go. He they they had he had thirty six charges of oh um, yes crimes against children yes and dropped all of them but three yeah and then he got to walk and the judge let him out on time served so he went into jail in July. This man is originally from Colleen, Texas, and he's walking free. Tell me how in the world that makes sense. No, well, he's going to do it again, Lens. You know, he's going to do it again. And there's going to be, then there's going to be heads rolling when that happens. And that's unfortunate that um, a child has to be the victim. So, you know? so we have to hold these, these people accountable at the state level. They might be, say they're Republicans, but I keep telling people, stop saying this is just a Democrat or liberal, you know, this oh, does no. not know party lines. It doesn't know no. uh, faith lines it doesn't know any boundaries because it's everywhere so we have to take our mind out of that processing so i think focusing on this hospitality first responders absolutely um you know i was just thinking about this as we're sitting here you know who really needs to be trained on this also is the dispatchers because when i was making this call to 911 they're, you know, it was a diabetic type of thing. They're like, well, don't give them any food. And I said, well, I have to give him orange juice or he's going to die. Yeah. Like, no, no, no. Don't give him anything. I said, if I don't give him orange juice, he's going to die. The EMS gets there. The first responders, they're like, well, they're not really trained in that kind of stuff. That's and I'm right. thinking they need to have some of the same training as a first responder. Right. So they know not to tell somebody not to do something or to yeah. do something that could be catastrophic. Yeah. There's a group down here that I'm in contact with and I, I got to get, um, 
back with them, but they started an, uh, an organization about 911 and um, through the experience, the bad experience that they had with a family member. And they've started a good organization. And what they do is educate people on how to deal with these 911 calls and the operators and so forth and what to do. It's a really, really good case uh, course to, to take. And I'm, I'm going to try to pull them in because those are the kind of things that those those kind of elements of what we deal with in the community is very important. And, you know, this the other thing, too, Linz, that I'm finding from the summit down here and the impact that we made in Florida, which still continues, believe me, um, I just got poor Charlotte, who's got some serious corruption going on down there and their commissioners. And oh, my gosh, this poor you, poor, you can feel it in Port Charles, not far from me. Um, there's something about Port Charlotte that kind of lingers over Port Charlotte, but the people, they just, they've got them all oppressed kind of, and there's a lot of things going on, but um, they are, have a great group that, it, that in, were inspired by us and uh, to get going on a, some kind of shelter um, because Yako Boyan has told all of us that there's only uh, 339 shelters in the country. His statistics are mind-boggling. Nine states have don't have shelters. I forget. I don't have it in front of me. But his uh, stats are very incredible. And so they're inspired and they're going for it. And they have a place. And, you know, so we're connecting people the right. Sylvia uh, has a great idea about those kinds of things that kids need once they come off the street. They don't need to be thrown back into the family or thrown into foster care. Mm-hmm. They need to be, they need a place to go heal and just take a breath and have peace and and maybe, be a kid or try. I mean, it's just really just, hard to be a kid, but just some healing, easy, you know. So she's she describes it very well. And you you know what I'm talking about, but it's a you know, it inspired this impact inspired, and that's kind of what we want to do on 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 any state we go to. We want to motivate them to get involved in protecting and defending their children in their communities. And there's so many things. And you know what? My point is that this can lead to other things that are going on, other, um, you know, like an election integrity. It, it, it leads to so many things that a community needs to be aware of when you're protecting children and families. All those other environmental um you know, elements come into it. They come into play. So, yeah. Well, it's interesting. You, you're talking about this aftercare and, and about all these other elements, because um, I was speaking with someone last night. I'm not going to say who, but it's, yeah. it's what it's my, one of my favorite people in South Carolina that's uh, serving in government. That's all I'm going to say. And um, love this person because of their fight. And any, anyways, um, this individual told me, to kind of look at how, like we were talking about spending, just mm-hmm. put it there. Yeah. And in spending, for example, there's one library in South Carolina that gets $200,000 a month for renovations. Can mm-hmm. you imagine what we could do with $200,000 a month for aftercare facilities? Oh my goodness, um, that's that's incredible. That's insane. We have a huge honeypot in South Carolina. And I mean, like I told you before, we had someone signing off on this large amount of money and um, this earmark. And 
it it was strictly just for funding salaries after we found they didn't have any events on their calendar until oh after I brought it out into the open. And yeah. my thing wasn't with the business. It was with the person, you know, doing these appropriations. But anyways, so it's interesting that you say that because the more and more you drill down on this stuff yeah, and the more and more we set the grassroots on fire, can you imagine? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, because everybody's got something they can do. Everybody always says that too. Like, what can I do? I don't know what to do. I want to get in there. There's so many things that people can do. Just learn a little bit about what we're talking about. And you, mm-hmm. and it sets you off. It sparks you to, to it inspires you to do something that you feel comfortable doing. And, you know, and, and I, here's another, here's another example of two, two women. Uh, they are, and I'm going out with them. We're going up to uh, Bradenton. These two women are ministering right on the streets. They go right into the streets and they're talking to kids and they're talking to people and they're talking to young women. And and so these women are fearless and they just, you know, they've seen stuff. Now they really know what to look for lens because they've taken some training. And then of course they took, they went all in this, this stuff is just the beginning of kind of training that we can offer like ARC you know, the Associated Recovery of Children, mm-hmm. these women went into the comprehensive training program and they are on fire. The they sixth learned. day that we did. That's right. We host, you and I did the, the one in Arizona together. That's right. And then we hosted it here in South Carolina. No, and and Michigan's getting one that, that we're going to be doing uh, five more with Boston. They've got some scheduled. They're scheduled all over, but we do have five scheduled throughout the uh, country. And so we're kind of regionalizing, you know, Ohio, Michigan, and Illinois too, to make it easy for people to get there uh, regionally. Um, and then, and then, but I mean, it's it's just phenomenal. We had sixty five people in this Florida group. Lens. That's insane. I mean, people. I mean, you know, I just I was thinking about that, and I'm just like Florida is on fire. Yes, it is. we have a lot of people reaching out to me here in South Carolina. When are we going to do another oh, training? I know. And they said, "Well, we did one," and they said, "Well, when are we going to have our summit?" And I said, "Well, hang tight, because yeah. I know we, you know, we're looking at some other southern states, which yeah. I'll get with you later because um, yes. I'm getting inundated with some things um, for some other areas." But yes. what what I think I want people to understand is that. Um, you know, in spite of all the controversy and conspiracy crap, we can just leave that to the side, but you know, people are like, well, why are you guys charging for this? And I, I say to them, well, do you expect to go to the grocery store and get your groceries for free? You pay for services you're paying, but what you're spending, um, you're getting way more than what you're investing in. So this isn't like, yeah. My thing is you've got to, you've got to get equipped. You've got to get trained. You oh, need yeah. to know what to do. Yeah. And well, these you, aren't online courses to either. You can't do these, these things. You have to, you know, a lot of this stuff comes from victims themselves. It's, it's very, it's very intense kind of uh, learning that you, that you do you. I mean, that's the problem with the law enforcement. They are training online and they're not even paying attention to the to courses they're taking. They're not paying any attention. They're just going through the motions. You know, this stuff is uh, $15 to take a course for two hours. And, you know, I mean, you know, these, these, you got to have some kind of commitment to it. You know, I mean, really. Well, and being face to face with people is so powerful. Being boots on the ground. I mean, I've taught my, my seminar now a couple of times 
and you know we're tweaking it and getting it better and better so um i'm really i'm very thankful for the opportunity to engage with other survivors because you know not everyone can is ready in their healing process to stand up and speak but they deserve an opportunity yes they do because if, if anyone else can tell you that's right what it feels like what's going on um it's the people that have walked through it and my heart is to see that people will see that what was happened to the survivors doesn't have to be the rest of the story. And it doesn't define the rest of our story. Wow. It's just, it's just the beginning. It's the and beginning. Um, if I would have known you guys, you know, if I would have had a boss come and rescue me. I, I was crying about this today because I was actually talking to someone about this. If I, I would have had a boss oh rescue me. Oh. Can you imagine if I would have had a no new i mean it's just so i'm just thankful to see everyone working as a team because you know i've heard it in the in the prophetic movement that it's no longer about the one name the one person but it's actually we're not a no name but it's a it's everyone coming together right you as the matriarch as i, I know that's what i say i'm the old lady <laughs> you're not old stop it stop it i'm the grandma but, you know, just being able to walk through life together, because um, I know I can't even comprehend what you guys have lost and what you guys have gone through in your journey. But each of us has gone through something. And the fact that we can come together as a extended family and and do this as an as one. Yeah. That's where the power is, is harnessing the grassroots yes. as one. And moving forward as one. And then the more grow and it's one and it's one. And then there's nothing that can come against that. No, there isn't. Um, There really isn't, Lindsay. It's, you know, it shows that, you know, families have, uh, you know, discussions. And it's getting back to what we do is we have discussions and we talk about things and we, you know, we we know everything is fast paced with us because what do we have? We have influencers we have uh exposed like like exposure we're exposing which is phenomenal look at what we did with the video with the whistleblowers i mean that got over a million and a half views like and and then and then they 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 had people you know doing the federal registration on making the comments that went great you know so the exposure is is why we're so special because these guys have lost their michael Michael, you know, uh, General Flynn and Laura and Liz and Mike Smith, they've lost so much in their careers and their families for doing the work that they did. They were treated so badly and lost their jobs. I mean, they've lost it. You know, they lost a lot. And so those are important, too, because they know what it feels like. They're in the game, you know, the skin in the game. And then and then we have educators, you know, like yourself. I mean, you 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 don't you know, when you when you get a, a overcomer to come forward and to, you know, be able to talk and they don't know how many lives you, you've saved by that. Uh, that fear has to break. That's the most important fear or person that I find in this whole thing of, is to, is to help that break that fear of coming forward because they don't understand how many lives they touch a person can touch with their story, with their feeling, 
you know, with their, with what they've done. And I know, you know, it's personal, it's, it's, it's real hard and, and those kind of things. And, you know, as a young woman, I grew up and many men, um, I had plenty of experiences with men sexually harassing me and my own uh, situations and the fight that I had to survive those things. And then you guys are younger. I see my younger daughter's 40 years old. She's 40, 40, 45. I got one that's going to be 45. You know, things have changed over the years since even when I was growing up in the 70s and 80s. So it's just amazing to see women and men come forward after they're victim, you know, they've been hurt. So thank yeah. God. Thank God we have you doing what you're doing, Lindsay. Because Well, I'm so thankful for that one day, you know, a few years ago. I know. It's crazy. I, know. Um, no. I was talking to someone about that today. There was pastors fighting over who was going to pray over General Flynn. And along comes Alice. She's like, you say good prayers. You're going to pray over him. And I'm saying, crazy she woman. Is, she is amazing. She was amazing. She was amazing. Yeah, she was amazing. I think of her all the time, Lindsay. I I stayed in her house that weekend. That that was amazing. When you know, yeah. God bless. She's still looking around on us. She's here. Yes, I firmly believe she's interceding for us in the cloud of witnesses. So I know we just had it. You know, just a chat today. But these are the great conversations. Yeah. Um. So we we want you to go to americasfuture.net. Yep. Uh, for those of you who are coming to Michigan. Um or you're in the near the area, I've shared it with Michigan Peaks, please go to um, americasfuture.net in the drop-down menu. It will show the Michigan uh, sign-up place. I think you can sign up on site, but it's just easier if you sign up ahead of time because then you just, you're good to go. Yeah, but we will have available, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, we, of course, we're there. You can buy tickets there and all that. You can go to the meet and greet and meet everybody. And then you could, or you could just come to the summit and and the training. So we're, we're there. We're there for you. All right. Well, um, I'll stay on with you here in just a second, but everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. You can go to lindsaypiperlumis.com without the hyphen. We're working on the other domain. Um, and get a book if you want to help subscribe to the newsletter and help support it. Uh, I know people are sending in, uh, you know, support to help me continue in this journey. I thank you so much. And I'm looking forward to seeing everyone in Michigan this weekend. Thank you so much and God bless you.